Talk Radio 610. WIOD presents The Neil Rogers Show. Yeah, the last time we checked, the old boy was still driving the porcelain bus. So that means you get a tape today. But look, if you really feel like you got to call in, go ahead. George doesn't have enough to do, and I promise he'll be happy to talk to you. Here's the best of Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610. WIOD. That wacky, Iraqi Hussein used poison gas on his own people's ass and kept dropping bombs on the Jews. Saddam, I kicked the sh out of you. That bald chick who ripped up the phone. If I do recall, her head looks like a cue ball. I guess she don't need no shampoo. Sinead, I kicked the sh out of you. The guy who's messing with my ex I crack your head like an egg Or I might break a leg Yeah, if me I would give me the cue Woody, I'd kick the sh** out of you So Dave Koresh thinks he's crying up like a cat chokes down my say he ain't no king of the Jews Davy I'd kick the How you doing, sir? Pretty good. You know where I saw Jay Heider and uh, Jessica Aguirre? At uh, the Warsaw. At the Warsaw. This is the same uh, report the, we had on Randy last on night. On the 4th of July weekend. On the 4th of July and with Tom know, Cruise. Guess who was performing? Who was performing? At, at uh, the Warsaw that night. I can't imagine. Elton You'll never John. believe. Let's just say he's seven feet tall and black. Who? RuPaul. Who? You know that seven RuPaul. foot tall. I don't know who thing. that is. I don't know who that is. He's a seven-foot-tall black transvestite. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm just not into seven-foot-tall black transvestites. <laughs> He's on MTV every day. Drew Paul? RuPaul. RuPaul? Boy, I must be living a sheltered life, I'll tell you that. And, I better uh, get out more. And yeah. after he started performing, Jay Heiler looked more interested in the show than he did in Jessica. Make no mistake about that. Then, and I'm not kidding you. So no then. wonder Jessica acts so hysterical. She, is she living with Jay Heiler? Is that the report? Or just hanging out with him? Or is he just hanging out with uh, RuPaul? 
she looked very interested in him, and Jay looked very interested in RuPaul. In RuPaul, yeah. I think, uh, later I on, think there's a lot better chance of that happening than the first one. Then later on, and I'm not kidding you, Kelly Mitchell, the other girl, yeah, also arrived there with Luis Aguirre. Really? Channel 10. Oh, yeah. Luis Aguirre. Oh, my God. And Louis a, Arroyo? Channel, a Channel 7 camera. Uh, cameraman? Yeah. And they filmed RuPaul during the show. Oh, great. Uh-huh. That was a good excuse to be there. They, they were just doing their job. Then, when the show was over, Jay Heider left with Louis Aguirre. <laughs> and they were just doing their he job. He got mixed up with the Aguirres. Uh-huh. Well, isn't this great, this little incestuous relationship? Pretty soon, they'll all be breeding little uh, news people. Well, in closing, Although, somebody I just better say, tell Jay that it doesn't work that way, yes? I just want to say two things. Yes, First quickly, is, quickly. Neil Inflame. And I want to call Lisi a big Colombian douchebag. Excellent timing, sir. Have a great life. And that's enough to uh, tick off the Pope, I'll tell you that. I would have said piss off, but that would have been in very poor taste. So uh, during that big 9 to 10 hour, which they don't hear in Tampa or Fort Myers, our big uh, idiotic, uh, we can't put anything on here that will get an audience, so we play Neil's old crap. We had the, was that the first day? That was the first day that we were on SUN, and that geek from Lutz, allegedly, that uh, moron, uh, called, I don't know how many different times. You won't be on tomorrow, but there's no room for you over here. You won't be on tomorrow. Well, guess what? It's over a year later, and we're still on, and we still don't have any audience, but we're still on, which is quite a tribute to the uh, tenacity and the uh, cheapness of Cox Broadcasting and WSUN in particular. They just stick with it, no matter if we have, uh, if we owe points, they stick right with it, and probably just to spite him anyway. Uh, new law allows sex shops five convictions before closing. Here, You know, the Sun Sentinel is sure not giving a lot of coverage to this considering all the alleged hysteria and all their editorializing. And they only got like about 18 ads on the sports page today, so uh, things are getting really tight. Things are getting really hard over there. Uh, so the bottom line is that this big new deal will allow adult clubs uh, to break the law five times before they're shut down. And a couple of the commissioners said, oh, hey, uh, I didn't know that. We thought it was only two times, and now it's five. T-. So you can go in there, and you can only do it uh, five times. Oi. Boy, what are we going to do about that? Are we going to fix the level on that thing ever? Oi. That's still bad. That's weak. Let's fix the level on these things. Let's get this uh, thing a little bit uh, worked up. Oi. So I'm not going to get worked up because basically it's much ado about nothing. And they were just pandering once again to these old, old goody-two-shoes farts. Yeah, it's just like this thing on Biscayne Boulevard over here. This has been going on since before I came here, and it's continuing to go on now with these billboards that allegedly are going to go up with all of John's names on them. The Northeast Businessmen's Improvement Association. Well, i got to tell you, Grace Rockefeller and all your other subsequent cohorts over here, you're doing a beautiful job. If Sonny from the market or anybody else wants to know why nobody will come into this part of town, all they got to do is open up their eyes and look around. This is a turlet, man. This is a sewer. This is a dive. And I got news for you. There's no hookers on this uh, east of Biscayne Boulevard here on 79th Street. There are no hookers. It's just uh, sewage. It's just trash city. It's just run down. It's just crap. Even North Bay Village, which once upon a time was kind of like a hootsie-tootsie, uh, pretty nice place. It's a turlet over here. But anyway, so Miami Beach now has passed a law to halt cruising in cars on Ocean Drive. How do you like that? That's right. The cruising police. They're, they're murdering people over there at a record rate. They're killing them like uh, gangbusters. Even Elliot Mess has never seen a mess like this. 
And uh, so now we're going to have all the porkers are going to be sitting in their cars down in those exclusive uh, 10 blocks. Let's see. It's from um, Ocean Drive between 5th and 15th Streets. First of all, where are the cops going to park? Because there's no parking places. That, those 10 blocks is it. That's the entire name of the game in this whole state is right there. That's where the action is for the moment. And uh, they're going to be sitting around. And if you cruise, that means uh, from midnight, no, from 12.01 Friday afternoon till 6 a.m. What? Let me say it again. From 12.01 in the p.m. to 6 in the morning on Friday, Saturdays, and holidays. If you cruise back and forth more than uh, how many times is it? A hundred times? More than, well, let me read it. Uh, anyone uh, caught making a trip on Ocean Drive more than three times within two hours could be ticketed. So they're going to have to have a whole lot of people sitting there watching for two hours at a time. Yeah. And, of course, if you're busy going back and forth looking for a parking place, and you go, uh, which everybody does on a weekend especially, and you go back and forth like four, five, six times within like uh, 15, 20 minutes, half hour, Oh, forget it. You're going, you go to Rayford and get the electric chair if you do that. So uh, the deal is we don't want these teenagers cruising. We don't want young people in Fort Lauderdale or in Daytona Beach. We don't want anybody having a good time. We don't want anybody showing their hooters at the uh, topless bar. We don't want anybody to go out and get uh, laid or anything. We just uh, we want it to be nice and quiet and old. And see, the, uh, the deal is here that if we can have it nice and quiet and old, we'll clean up the community. Well, you t open up your eyes and take a look around at this godforsaken toilet that we're living in, this goddamn slaughterhouse, and tell me if all this stuff is working. Oh, yeah, it's really, they're really cleaning it up. This is the most, you can't even walk out of the house in this place. Can you imagine, like, at night walking in downtown Miami? Can you even imagine that? Vegas, it could be 2 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's out there walking around, having a great time. There's millions of people out there walking. The worst thing that might happen, maybe somebody will pick their pocket. Whoopie-doo. That's the worst. But here, 2 o'clock in the morning, you can't walk the streets at 2 o'clock in the goddamn afternoon. So let's have the checkpoint police, the cruising police, the crossing the street with a beer cup in your hand police. And it goes on and on and on. It's the best of Rogers on the IOD radio network. While Neil's home hacking up phlegm, we're rolling the tapes. This is the best of Neil Rogers. Watching Dwight Lauderdale Talking about how bums are stealing 95 guard rail When suddenly with a bulletin to dish up Onto the screen came his partner Ann Bishop She said this just in to Eyewitness News It's Governor Martinez and the two live crew We'll have more details coming up at 5.30 He pulled them from the stores Cause they so dirty Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Bob had heard the album, and he was appalled. He said, thank you, Janet Reno. I'm glad that you called. We've got to take a stand against this dirty rhyme. Besides, it's really close to election time. 
His Brower judge friend said, I will not fail ya. We'll censor any mention of genitalia. They're selling sex to kids going through puberty. The two live crew, yeah, they so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. He kicked rapper butt to show he had guts. Though most of the people said, this guy is a putt. He rid the land of that noise pollution. Even though it went against the Constitution. And what did Luke do during all of this jive? Sold 10,000 more copies at $12.95. He bought a brand new Mercedes. It's really pretty driving it to the bank. Cause he's so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. What do you guys think about this penis thing? I mean, this just goes on about microsurgery, as in how small was it? Uh, this is incredible. It says the surgeons peered through microscopes as they worked nine and a half hours reattaching blood vessels less than a silly mil millimeter in diameter and sewing together other tissues. And it goes on and on and on and on. There's no precise limit to how long severed penile tissue can survive outside the body, it says. Uh, one doc said the tissue could be preserved for as long as 18 hours if it was constantly chilled. So I guess uh, the thing is, if uh, somebody cuts yours off, keep it cold. Dip that baby in ice. Or maybe just dip it in ice right now for practice. Who's that peering in the window out there? And what is... Oh, by the way, speaking of peering in the window, guess who's coming today? You got it, baby. You got it. Neil. Can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Bear, well, I, I no, I don't you. mean on the phone. I mean on the ear. Yeah, I heard you till just about a second ago. And? I can't hear. I can't find you on the dial. <laughs> it's, it's like wiped out. Is it on at all? No, it's static. It's a, are we off the air? Is that what it is? You're off the air, dude. Well, wait a minute. No, it's not the satellite. Satellite's fine. We're off the air on SUN. Well, listen, is there a pigeon flying over? That's probably that what happened. That must be it. Okay. He'll get it out of his system. Hey, I got a couple of things I'd like to touch on. If okay, you're let's me. touch your things, okay? okay? What do you got? This is yeah. an SUN spy report. Yes? They got someone standing in for Sharon Taylor. I don't know if she's on vacation or she's what. She's standing in or sitting in? He's standing in it. Oh, he? He's standing he, in it? They got up, a guy standing in it. Up to his waist? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, he, I guess he's trying to be funny. He comes on, the, he introduces himself as Sharon Taylor, and then he does his little news story. It was about that, <laughs> it was about that barracuda that bit the lady. Back to that nose-picking humor again, you yeah. got it. Yeah, we have, a, we have an epidemic of all these barracudas jumping up out of the water and biting people now. They're biting. They, they're doing it. Yeah. He, so he, he says that uh, the story was about a barracuda... He said it happened in Isla Menorah. Oh, yeah. But I think he was being serious. I think that's what he really thought. Uh-huh, geek. Exactly. I was a geek. One a geek, one of Bob's pals. So we don't know who it really is? No, I don't know well, who he is. obviously he's embarrassed to use his real name, so exactly. he's pretending he's doing shtick, but uh, the embarrassment factor is too high. So the second thing is... Yes? ...is the firm. They're ripping off your material in the movie. Really? What's the guy's this name? This isn't another movie where they use uh, the Neil Rogers show in the beginning like that Steve Martin movie, not... I think I heard you talking about that. Yeah, that was bogus. Hey, what's the guy's name? Not Tom Cruise, but the older guy. Oh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Now, what do you mean, the older guy? I don't know. Come He's on. Older than how old, how older, older are you? Than Tom Cruise. How old are you? 
May 28. 28? He's and older than Tom Cruise. No, I, I understand that, guy. but I mean, Gene Hackman is like, you're not that young that you wouldn't know. Gene Hackman's a great actor, my well, God. I'm, one of the all-time great... I'm from Tampa, Neil. I have my finger up my nose. Oh, okay. So, uh... He, uh, Tom Cruise asks him, "What? Why did you want to become a, a lawyer?" And he says, uh, "When I was young, I used to caddy for a bunch of rich lawyers and their beautiful wives. I look at them with their long tan legs, and I realize that's what I want for myself." How then about goes, the wives? Then he goes, "And and the wives had long legs too." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh God! You mean trauma's starting to tell the truth? That's frightening. You got it. He'll be flying out of there any minute yeah. now. So uh, I ca I gotta go take a blob and wipe my Lassiter. Okay. So, uh, Mark, <laughs> let, me, let me call someone a douchebag. <laughs> go right ahead. Mark Aronow, you speculum-selling douche sucker. Okay. See you, Neil. Okay, excellent call. One of our all-time best from there. That was not the right thing to play before talking to Bill Bailey, I'll tell you that. <laughs> what is this, anyway? Bill Bailey! How you doing? From Louisville. He sounds well, just like yeah, John McHugh, doesn't he? For a while, he ran me out of town. What? You were, there for, out of town. you were there for three weeks, I think, weren't you? Yeah, three weeks, yeah, uh-huh. Three days? I was there for a lifetime. For three hours? Yeah, uh-huh. What are you doing, Bill? What am I doing? I'm working for WVLK. Oh, God. I do the afternoon thing here. Yeah? Having a great time. How you doing, Neil? I'm doing... What do you mean? Like, you know who I am, Bill? Well, no. <laughs> No, I don't know who you are. I'm just guessing. You sound like a guy named Neil. Yeah, you still haven't lost it. So, no. So anyway, the most amazing part of this, oh, my God, what is this? Is this Paradise with Willie Ames and what's her name? Oh, my God, we're watching naked <laughs> We're watching naked people on the beach doing it while we're doing a show here, which we always do. So anyway, uh, our program director is from Louisville, and he's probably the world's biggest asshole, by the way, Bill. Who is this guy? His name is Gary Bruce. We call him Boy Gary because he's an imbecile. Do you know him? Oh. My God Almighty, kill him! <laughs> kill him right away. Okay. Oh, yeah. Head. I know who he is. Yeah. You do know who he is? Oh yeah. Gary uh, Bruce. Now what station? Oh, I like the way he said that. What station did he screw up up there? I think he screwed up WHAS. HAS. That's a big station. Yeah, he screwed it up. I believe it. He can do it, man. He could okay. screw up the Pope in five seconds Let or me less. Tell you, this station will never survive. It'll never have a rating again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're hanging on by our toenails with this guy. So anyway, I, I when I lived in Michigan for 12 years, 12 long, excruciating, snow-laden years, uh -huh. uh, I used to hear you on WAKY. I don't know why the hell it came in in the morning, or maybe I'm just dreaming it, but you were great. And then you went to Chicago and made the mistake of a lifetime and went over there like a uh, like an H-bomb in, uh, in heat, and uh, we're back in Louisville in no time. How long were you really there? In uh, Chicago? Yeah. You know, most people don't realize I got the number one, number one rating in a very short time there. Yeah, so why did you leave? Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like my program director. That's the uh, absolute truth. Yeah. Well, and they're all the same. His name was John something. It doesn't make any difference. They're all the same. They're guys who can't do anything on the air and can't get a job anything, and they can't even get a consultant job, so it they become a PD. Right. These bums, they can't do anything, so they get a job as program director to tell you how to do it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, does it? How well, you doing anyway, Neil? You don't care how I'm doing. You don't know me from Moishi Pupik, okay? Don't keep asking how I'm doing. You well, don't have... I want to know how you're doing. You call me up and you ask me how I'm doing. Because I'm inquiring doing minds want to know. We might have three or four people in the audience who ever heard of you, okay? And that's important for them. We try to do a pubic service for the people in the audience. I mentioned you on the air, what, what four people? Uh-huh. People want to talk to him. Oh, people want to talk to him? Oh, good. We can do that. People we... want to talk to me? Hello? Hello? 
I used to listen to Bill Bailey on Wacky when he was on there with Chris Lundy and Johnny Randolph and Gary Burbank. My God. Gary Bruce. Heaven, give me a break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> right when they built the Galleria, it's about time he left town. Yeah. Well, wait, I, I'm wait glad a minute, Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Miss Kriet. Who in the hell are you? <laughs> I moved down here from there. I know you. I grew up with you. Yeah. Did you ever serve time with me? This no. guy's been looking for you for years, I think. Yeah, you still wrote me that bum check way back when. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, thank goodness you never caught me. Is that the truth? Back probably... when you were hanging around with Larry King. Exactly. Hangs oh. out with old Larry. What was your first break? I went to work and knocked on doors and got a job at a small radio station in Miami Beach, Florida. Yeah, that's Larry. That's Larry. Yeah. Well, I can't believe you're still alive, guy. It's great. I grew up with you. Hey, thanks a lot, pal. Where are you working now? I'm working at WVLK in uh, Lexington, having a wonderful time. Oh, wait a minute. You're in Lexington. That's right. You're not even in Louisville anymore. You're in a market that's so small that they can't even find it on the map. Isn't that a fact? Incredible. No, I went to UK there. It's a great city. Yeah, it's a great town. But I understand they got a good deal on horse meat in Lexington. It's pretty good. That's right. Absolutely. No doubt about that. (laughs) Okay, pal. Have a great day. Not you, Bill. I'm talking to this uh, miscreant. Hey. (laughs) Now, see, how do you like that? Within a matter of moments, we got one of your people on there. Was that... uh, Are you impressed? I am just absolutely... You had this guy standing by, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. No, we did not. Immediately on there. You're you're still a, a household word, even though you're like in the twilight of a great career. Oh, yeah. Well... You're like the Dick Biondi of Lexington. Oh, my God. Dick Biondi. <laughs> Dick Biondi is on, like, some 5-watt FM station playing Old East in Chicago. Did you know that? Well, I never thought that much of Dick Biondi to begin well, with. Well, neither they didn't in Buffalo, either. That's why he wound up in Chicago. get loud. Yeah. The yeah. older he got, the louder he got. Let me throw an old name at you and just see what your reaction is, okay? Because okay. you were in the Midwest. You may not know this name, although most people in business know it and uh, revile when they hear it. Joey Reynolds. Joey Reynolds worked at Wacky. Did he? At one time, he certainly did. Boy, does he suck. Yes, he does. <laughs> like a sump pump. Yeah, he he, uh, he's on the weekend on this station, which I'm embarrassed to say. In the oh, audience, my God, the let au- him go. The audience hates him, and uh, I hate him, and everybody hates him like poison, and Gary Bruce keeps him on here just to piss off the well, that's entire... Because they're just alike. They're two eggs, I'm telling you, and a two peas in a pot, man. <laughs> Neither one I of them worth a damn. Yeah. Well, listen, Bill, it's great talking to you. Have a great... Uh, are you doing okay? Yeah, doing fine. You You're... know, I've got a hernia and things like that. But... Yeah. Well, little things like when you get past 90, they start popping up a little bit. That's right. But have a great life, and uh, we'll talk to you again someday. Okay, Neil. Okay? Thank and you I, very much. And by the way, I'm doing okay. Okay. Okay, Bill. Bye. See ya. Bill Bailey, who sounds just like John McHugh. Uh, doesn't he? He sounds just like John McHugh. He never did before, but I think uh, it rubs off. That's why he's on that little FM in Lexington now. He he sounds just like John McHugh now. Oh, God. A fate worse than death. He's a good guy, though. He's a funny guy. Bill Bailey, who says that Joey Reynolds sucks. How do you like that? You can call up anybody from coast to coast and mention that name, and immediately you hear the reaction. Uh, Here's Willie Ames crawling around on his crotch in the sand in paradise. With his butt sticking out. Huh? Oh, don't worry about Willie Ames' butt. What the hell is wrong with you for crying out loud? But, 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 but. Huh? Yeah, Phoebe's going to show her butt in a second, too. Oh, it's that tense scene. Like uh, Phoebe Cates and Willie Ames, who have been doing it like over and over again repeatedly to make sure they can get it right. By the way, Bill Bailey said, boy, Gary's a geek. We were talking to Bill Bailey. Did you hear that? 
We just had Bill Bailey on. He's working at some, like, 5-watt FM station in Lexington, Kentucky, and he also said that Joey Reynolds used to work in Louisville somewhere, and he was an asshole then, and he's still an asshole. That's what Bill Bailey said. What did he say? He's denying it. Yeah, right. He's denying it. Can't deny it. What, you don't know Bill Bailey? He knows you. He was a nice guy until five minutes ago. <laughs> he said, you put WHAS into a coma, they'll never come out of again. The best of Rogers. And it's only on the IOD Radio Network. I only know the Hanukkah dreidel dreidel song. So won't you sing me a Christmas, Christmas goyim song. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, my goyim Gentile friend. <laughs> I'm here to the end of Christmas, cause I am a Jew. I'll work on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, too. Because boy, Gary knows that I'm a Jew. It's Randy Rhodes, weeknights at 8, on News Talk Radio 610, WIOD. This is South Florida's news, talk, and entertainment station. News Talk Radio 610, WIOD. Portions of this program brought to you by Mr. Queen, all-purpose cleanser. Mr. Queen makes everything smell pretty. And now, back to our show. Speaking of assholes, by the way, there was a caller on Rick and uh, Stud yesterday that was just... It had to be, I think, if we had an award for the asshole caller of the century, he might have gotten it. He was talking about the turnpike tolls. Now, that's a good topic to be bringing up right about now, isn't it? So evidently, like I said, our silly, uh, our silly thing with the bumper stickers and the magic marker uh, things on the quarters, somehow that just didn't get the job done because then when it came to making all the phone calls and screaming and protesting and showing up at those public hearings, nobody bothered to do that. So then all of a sudden, there we go, and we got the uh, big increase. But anyway, this guy's talking not only about the turnpike tolls, but he's talking about things you can do to get even now and to convince him it's a bad idea, like giving 75 pennies that he counts out every day, okay? And then the other thing is, well, make sure you go flying through there and uh, with your windshield wipers on. Well, I want to say this, because most of those people, as I've said before, who take the uh, turnpike tolls, those, I, I can't imagine doing that job. The crap, the idiots that those people have to deal with. Now, I will say one or two of those people uh, occasionally are bozos, but generally speaking, they're really nice people. They're sure nice to me, I'll tell you that. And I'm sure to everybody else. And they have the patience of seven saints. Even Bobby Abair never had the patience that they got. But my God, this asshole. Well, I'll be sure to have your windshield. Of course, Rick's going right along with him. What is your problem, Rick? And I wet my pants. That must be it. Well, maybe somebody ought to, like, turn their windshield wipers on you and wet all over your uh, big, ugly body. Next time you're happy, like if you're out there standing panhandling on a corner and it's a rainstorm, everybody going by, make sure you turn on your wipers and cut it real close so you have something like a gigantic tidal wave of water covering up his body. What is that? So, in other words, you're frustrated, you're pissed off with government, so let's take it out on the poor bastards who are dealing. I mean, my God, just the stuff that we see. Just the, you know, you're only going through there a couple of times a day for a second, and every day I see assholes who are like in the change lane with a, the exact change lane with a $20 bill or a $50 bill, or who have no bill and no change at all. I mean, the stuff, it's just incredible. It's unbelievable. Or as they say in Atlanta, no, that's not what they say. What do they say in Atlanta? Unbelievable. Oh, I'm sorry. 
haven't had David Paul on in so long, it uh, took a little encouragement to get him in there. It's just, uh, why be an asshole, okay? Why be an asshole? Because you people didn't do the things you needed to do, and you think that with bumper stickers... I mean, do you believe the stuff that this station peddles or any radio station with these campaigns? Do you really believe that's going to get something done? Marking with a magic marker on your quarter? Hello? Good morning, Neil. Yes? Yes, this is me. This is you what? The guy that wears the 75 You're an pennies. asshole, sir. Now listen here. You're an idiot. I count the 75 pennies. And what does that... I put, a, a, I put what them does in a that accomplish? Envelope. What does that accomplish? It accomplished making it harder for the... Uh, for the who? Mach the machines that count the money at the end of the day. These people don't have to count that coin out. So, and then what does that prove? It doesn't prove anything except for that the it makes it harder for the machines and the and the, uh, the so system what, to so work. So what? So what if it was still fifty cents and you put fifty pennies in? What would be no. the difference? No, I, I didn't mind paying fifty cents. I mean, I'm paying. No, but you're, you're not you're not listening to me. What would be the difference if you put if it was a quarter and you put twenty five pennies in? It doesn't make any difference. What's that going to do? Uh, and what about this crap about going through there uh, like a maniac and uh, make sure you have your windshield wipers that, on? That was another guy who called in before. No, that, that was no, not no, another no, guy. I heard the call, pal. It was not another guy. You were uh, chiming right. Who called in before? Who said he was getting even with them by running his wipers and washing his and windshield? And you were chiming right in there, and so was Rick. It was yeah, the most. Uh, yeah, I went, I went along with, with why with them. Why? Because we need to do anything we can to get Oh, this so thing. in other words, you, oh, that's going to really get I the job done, is terrorize those poor people that have to put up with assholes like you every day, that that's their job, that they have to do that to make a living. They have to put up with morons like you. I say, let's have a special deal. Let's charge you 50 bucks every time you go through there, and then the rest of us can go back to paying 50 cents. What an asshole, man. A champion, serious, gigantic, big, dripping asshole that was. God, you could almost feel it. That's it. What a moron. Yeah, let's, we got to do something, so let's uh, take out our frustration on those poor slobs that have... I'm sure those people are really making big bucks, too, right? Not. It's even worse. The, the other things that I can think of, working in retail in this town, which I wouldn't wish on Hitler on a bad day, and uh, being a waiter or a waitress. Although, I guess I shouldn't have said that. <clears throat> I might offend somebody. Uh, huh? I don't want to offend anybody. Can't be demeaning, can it? We didn't see it that way. <coughs> no. Uh-uh. Too bad, Terry. Butch up. But anyway, that's just uh, the way it is. That's just the way it is. That uh, ha the having to deal with the... Bus see, I can hang up on assholes like that when there. He just disappeared real quick. And that's basically my philosophy is take no crap from anyone. That's a good uh, lesson for life. All you young people, all you punks that are sitting out there uh, scratching yourself, just stop and think about that. That's a good lesson in life. Take as little crap from anybody as possible, and preferably take no crap from anyone. Life is too short to take crap from people. And when you have, when you have the kind of a job where you have to take crap from people every day, that's grief enough without somebody like this guy. And I didn't hear the other call, but if the other guy was the one who suggested it, then he's like maybe even a bigger asshole, or at least right up there uh, bubbling under the top 100, right near the top of the list. It's, it's like, uh, I didn't want to go into it. What's the point? Splash, you know, every time we have another torrential downpour like we had yesterday afternoon, make sure you got those wipers just smoking as you go through there on highest speed and flop that water and just slop all over those poor bastards. That's going to get the toll reduced because you acted like an asshole. They'll probably crank it up to a dollar now just to have to defray the cost of their uh, new clothing, of uh, laundering their stuff. They have to bring like 10 changes of clothing to work every day with idiots like this.
But what am I getting excited about, okay? They're just, they're out there, man. They're absolutely out there. And, of course, all they got to do is start, and co- you know, some. The, the more asinine it is, the more agreement they get. That's the thing that I really love. The more ridiculous it is. Oh, yeah, great idea. And why not throw 20 pounds of dog crap out the window, too, as you're going by? In fact, there's another good idea that we'll probably hear about on some show. Is why not take all your change and make sure you, like, uh, sift it through some dog manure in the morning before you bring it to uh, the toll? Probably this, that, see, that guy will be doing it. He'll be taking a 75 pennies and, like, sifting the dog shot through it. More of the best of Rogers coming up on the IOD Radio Network. This afternoon at 2, it's Rick and Suds. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. The Mexican national holiday. Some stations are giving away trips to Cancun. Some are giving away trips to Mexico City. But we're bringing Mexico to you. That's right. We're giving away Mexicans. Real live Mexicans. Aye. Caramba. We'll be smuggling illegal aliens across the border in the wheel well of the station van. Then we'll give one to you. Imagine your own personal Mexican. They'll wash your car. Clean your house. Pick your crop. Anything you want. Because if they don't, you'll have them deported. Adios, amigo. Be the tenth caller when you hear this sound and win a Mexican. Members of this station and their families are not eligible to own Mexicans. Bathing and delousing of Mexicans is winner's responsibility. Station assumes no liability for infectious diseases carried by Mexicans. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo in your own home every day with your very own Mexican. People listening to win. Johnny Dykes and those people are assholes, and you can tell them I said so. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. I'm on a crappy phone, so excuse me. Listen, it's all right. Uh, getting back to that toll, uh, that toll call before. Yeah. I used to work in the toll booth over in Tamiami. Right after the hurricane, right after they started uh, with the toll, uh, when they started to renew the toll. Right. And we used to have people just fly through there. And not know that there were people actually in the booth, you know, with their you know, hands out. How, like I said, how is it possible to be so stupid? Like there are some, like when I'm coming back from Pompano Park, uh, when you come through that first toll booth there, there, and you're going southbound, you don't have to stop. It says no stopping. The thing is dark. There's nobody in it. And if I had a dollar for every asshole that stops there and sits there and looks around and waits for somebody to pop out and turn the light on, I could retire. I mean, what is wrong with people? You know, there, there are problems with the state because that's, that, that's the state of Florida. Right. There are problems, but then no there kidding. are people who are so stupid, okay? And plus the fact you were asking about how much these people get paid. I, I remember, I don't know about the other tolls, but at the Tamiami toll... I worked there, and I, they started paying me $5 an hour. That's practically nothing to take the abuse from these oh, idiots God. out in the street. If they paid me 50 bucks an hour, I wouldn't even consider it. I mean, it's ridiculous. Dealing with every geek, every miscreant, every uh, drug addict, every uh, bank robber, every uh, moron. Every... Right, the total is 50 cents. Some idiot would give you 45 cents. I'd say, well, how about the other 5 cents? They'd, they'd go reach into a pocket and give me three pennies and just speed off. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Or, or if not, uh, they say, when did they start the toll? I said, well, a couple of days ago. Then they're, on purpose, they got, they got dollar bills. They'll hand me a $50 bill to change uh, for them. A $50 bill? A $50 bill. 
you know, uh, what, to be what a wise guy. was to write down their license plate number on the bill and then turn it in. Beautiful. But they're, they're, they're I think to... I think maybe just shooting people like that would solve a lot of our problems. Well, <laughs> no, seriously, that they wouldn't do it again. Well, not not for fire. It depends on where you shoot. If you shoot right in the back of the head. Yeah. Now, right in the middle of the forehead, bada bing, right, like right, uh, like in The Godfather, like he shot McCluskey, right right in the middle of that spot in the exactly, middle of your forehead. Right. He, was, he was choking on the veal. Right, exactly. In fact, you might throw him like a veal parm sandwich and then say, here, try the veal, it's the best in the city, and bada bing, right through there, and then get him out of there. <laughs> Just have somebody to drag him out. Well, listen, you're not doing this anymore, are you? No, 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 I, I found another job. Congratulations, sir, that's the greatest thing in your life. Yeah. Take care, Neil. Have a great day. Bye-bye. How do you like that? I bet there are a million stories like that. These poor bastards that have to, like, take the abuse and the crap from every geek, every moron, every degenerate, every slimeball, every uh, asshole that just can't figure out. The... Why is it you go other places, you go to other states, and it doesn't happen? I mean, people, like, are prepared. They know, oh, here's a toll booth. I got my uh, change out. I got my dollar out. And it just, uh, things seem to flow along. But not here. No way, Jose, man. That must be in the uh, heads of some of these people as you watch them uh, and their antics. They pull up to a toll booth, okay? Now, don't you think, even assuming that it's somebody who has never been at that toll booth before, who didn't even know that it was there, that you see it from, like, how many yards, from how many miles ahead do you see it? Hey, look at that. There's a toll booth. You'd think they'd start feeling the change, like, maybe get ready, okay, is usually a good idea. No, and they pull up there, and they get in the exact change lane. They got a $5 bill, and then, of course, they don't have it in their hand or the money either. And then, of course, uh, they're fumbling through their wallet or their purse and like, ah, uh, diddling around, and they got lint hair in their hand. It's just, uh, what are you people thinking about? And these are the people who are out there driving is the sad part. W-A-B-C, 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 Jack Leonard. W-A-B-C, W-A-B-C, Explosion. W-A-B-C Fun! 
Stay tuned for more of the best of Neil Rogers on the IOD Radio Network. Coming up tonight at 8, following Sports Talk 610, it's the Randy Road Show, right here. It's corner special, isn't it? You can the dog again. Clean it out, man's best friend. If you ever want to riot, go on and do it. You're going to like it. Do shin the dog again. In the town where I was born on a cold August morn, I was taught to turn a phrase when I was bored. When Clem would ask me how by you, I would answer clear and true. I'm douching the dog again. Douching the dog again. Cleaning out man's best friend. If you ever want to riot, go on and do it. You're gonna like it. Douching the dog again. Just like old Aintree once again, hanging out with the old friends. When someone has to ask me how I'm doing. It's more special than the corn, and even beats the 900 porn. We're douching the dog again. Everybody, here we go. Douching the dog again. Cleaning out man's best friend. If you ever want to riot, go on and do it. You're going to like it. Douching the dog again. Yes, we're douching the dog again. News Talk Radio 610, WIOD presents The Neil Rogers Show. Yeah, the last time we checked, the old boy was still driving the porcelain bus. So that means you get a tape today. But look, if you really feel like you got to call in, go ahead. George doesn't have enough to do, and I promise he'll be happy to talk to you. Here's the best of Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. I'm Casey Kissam coming to you live from Hollywood with another edition of America's Bottom 40. Brought to you by the Oxy 5 Company's newest acne medication, Oxymoron 5, for pimple-free teenagers. <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> They're going to have to be a little quicker on the tape, boys. That's a good joke. We've got the worst songs in America, and we're counting them down. Record stores are selling them. For some unknown reason, you're buying them, and I'm using them as coasters. First, let's review the top three songs on the charts. At number three, Guns N' Roses is singing Sweet Child of Mine. Well, if I had a child around the house today, I'd have these four words for lead guitarist Slash and his cohorts. Stay the hell away. 
<laughs> number two, Huey Lewis says, there ain't no living in a perfect world. And especially not for you, Huey, since you don't speak proper English. <laughs> and at number one, George Michael sings, he's got a monkey on his back. Well, I would imagine it's getting a little crowded back there, George. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you probably don't mind. And by the way, George, there are these remarkable shaving instruments called razors. Buy one and lose that silly-ass earring. <laughs> Other songs on the charts, the band Johnny Hates Jazz with I Want to Be a Hero is moving down on the charts, and deservedly so. <laughs> Apparently, Johnny also hates music. <laughs> I don't think hero status is eminent, Johnny, so get a real job. And there is a song I like, Rod Stewart's newest release, Forever Young. And for a moment, I thought it was a song about me, Forever Hung. <laughs> and now it's time for a long-distance dedication. It comes to us from a listener in Pasadena, California, who writes, Dear Casey, I'm 16 years old, president of my class, I'm six foot two. I have blonde hair, weigh 175 pounds, and stars quarterback for my high school team. But Casey, I have a problem. The girls simply will not leave me alone. It seems as though all they want me for is my good looks, my excellent physique. Why can't they just like me as a friend, treat me as a person instead of some sex object, and quit hitting upon me all the time? Casey, do you have any suggestions? Sign Todd. Well, here's my answer. Dear Flaming Homer. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Let's go to uh, look at who we have here. Look. I you, beg your pardon? You know, I thought uh, I was off my rocker. Really? I, yeah, well, I'd sit down I'm and get a hold of it then. Wait a minute. <laughs> because it was Wednesday... And you kept mentioning, when am I getting my check? So yeah. I looked at the calendar. It's not Thursday. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, I they give it to me a day early. I, I know, but uh, but you're not coming in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? You're better than Shylock Holmes. You're damn tootin'. Boy, you are. You can't put anything over on you. Because I, I wouldn't. I wasn't going to call it today, and then I wouldn't have been able to say uh, have a happy trip, a uh, vacation. Right. And uh, well, I was going to save it for the end, and I was going to say I might be going to Chicago, but I hate guys that play games like that. Yeah. I'm not going to Chicago. No, you you never tell where you go. I don't blame you. No. But to tell Vegas. them when you come back. Right. Right. So you have a good time. Mm hmm Take good care of yourself. Thank you. And, uh, cock a -boom. Happy Purim. Okay. Uh, See bye ya. Bye. Take care of yourself. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Boy, she is sharp as a razor blade. I'll tell you that. Nobody can put anything over on her. Let the geek come in. I can't. This picture, I am serious. I only wish I had the verbal abilities to describe this yearbook picture of Suds called Selborne Noah. Oh, and his name was Selborne. Oh, God. Ah! You talk about taking a razzing. You talk about being the school geek. Selby! Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. I can't think of too many people in the world who look better 30 years later after they graduated high school who actually look tremendous amounts better. Not all that great, but I mean much better. Man. Well, I can't help it if you don't like it. Damn it.
Anybody who saw that yesterday, if there is one person in this country so stupid, if they saw Meet the Press yesterday in the absolute unzipping of that man's pants right on the ear, it was the most incredible hatchet job. It was beautiful. I mean, this man was just an a walking little turd. Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, if you would have just told me. Now, you fellows, it's always the same thing. It's a 30-minute hatchet job. It's always the same thing with your little uh, sound bites. But uh, if you'd have told me what you wanted. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Uh-huh. Man, what a ponderous uh, week this has been. Yeah, I can imagine. Thanks. I only heard a little bit the tail end of the week, and I was I was puking all over the place. Thank God you're back. Tapes and tapes and tapes and and uh, Don and Juan and just all this garbage. When are they going to go out and find some real talent and have a real radio station is what I would like to know. I think and when are we going to put Howard on in the morning and quit uh, playing make-believe with this news show? I think it's Mung and Dyke. Is Mung and Dyke? Mung and Dyke. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we found They're not that, that bad. They're, you know... They're oh, little... they're pun. They suck. Well, they wait blow. a minute. Wait a minute. They're not that bad compared to Jim Bohannon. No. They're, they're God compared to him. But then again, so would a blueberry enema be heaven compared to Jim Bohannon. <laughs> exactly. I guess we found out what uh, Mr. Pirot's favorite show is, huh? <laughs> what a... Did, did you see it? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, actually. I'm telling you, I'm so... In fact, I was so excited, I watched it a second time yesterday on a satellite. Did because you see I, his little beady eyes? Oh, the way he man. Was well, if, if you guys would have told me to bring that stuff, and, and they kept trying to pin him down, like, just give us something. What is your plan? Just tell us anything. Well, I didn't bring that stuff. If you'd have told me, you'd always pull this stuff on me. If I called you guys, I asked, what should I bring with me? I got my charts, my graphs, my bars. And, and then every time they ask him anything else, he keeps changing. He goes off onto this grandiose speech about crap. He talks like a, a madman. That was pretty mean, though. I mean, they were like... I loved it, man. Oh, I did, Because too. he's been let off the hook by King and all these other ass kissers for the last year and a half now, and it's about time they finally start nailing him down on some... Sp- anybody can get up there and start talking these uh, generalities and hear these graphs and charts and get under the engine and roll up our sleeves. He talks baby crap, man. He hasn't got the freaking clue what the hell he's talking about. What the hell is he doing still in politics? He lost a freaking election. Get the hell out and, of and here. And then how do, you, how do you like the way they ask him there at the end of the show? Well, uh, how many members do you have in your, and how much money have you? I'm uh, uh, not saying that. Well, not drives you crazy. Drives you watch, guys crazy. Not saying none of your business. I didn't watch the end. I just watched till yeah, they were. That was, that was real cutesy. In other words, we're raking in millions and millions of dollars and we're not telling anybody how much or where it's going or what we're doing with it. And you, it drives you guys nuts. Way to go, P-Rot, you asshole, you. Yeah. Jesus. Christ almighty. Anyways, Neil. And Joseph and Mary. And Jesus tap dancing Christ. And Sister uh, Mary Catherine. And uh, Shmegma Mutz. Sister Mary Catherine. Jesus. And have a great oh, day. Okay, calm down. You are listening to the best of Rogers on the IOD radio network. Coming up this afternoon at 2, it's Rick and Suds live and hopefully in person. Now, here's the best of Neil Rogers. W-I-O-T. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain being chopped to bits by a finely honed meat cleaver. This is your brain in a blender. And this is your brain being stirred into a big pot of chili. Mmm. Brains. Real food for real people. 
So anyway, we got some real problems. Uh, SUN, of course, uh, that number, I never got any more about that, about the book, but who the hell wants it? Then I get a fax here from Tony Allenhole at WWCN. Tony, you are so dumb that it's frightening. He don't even know how to read a book. They have to call Arbitron. Even though they subscribe, they have to call him up and have him fax them stuff because they don't have a modem for $40 in their computer so that they can download the crap. I mean, talk. so what does he do? He faxes me a page where we showed up. And he doesn't even have the share. He's got uh, average quarter-hour rating and cum rating, which is not the same as the share, whatever that is, Tony. Men 25 to 54, WWCN, Monday through Friday, 10 to 3, 500, a .8. And a 3.2 rating in the cum, which uh, nobody cares about the rating, Tony. It's the share, baby, but you don't know how to read a book, and uh, we're dying over there. We got a few hundred like young guys who have by accident discovered a show and are really into it, and basically that's about it. But uh, this this business, I think what they ought to do is just to take away everybody's radio. They, seriously, they ought to. Cox Broadcasting should give all of us a couple of million dollars and uh, say, "Have a good life, thanks for the hard work," and just take away everybody's radio and go out and find something else to do. Because this industry, I'm not just talking about here. I mean, this it's pathetic. Just slap on anybody, slap on some tape, open up a pot. Here's Bohannon with some author peddling some boring goddamn book. Here's uh, Lardass, and by the way, Lardass can't break a one. How do you like that, oh! Mr. Hotshot in this market? Does that give you a little clue as to the difference between Tampa and Miami? Where he's like the big, fat king over there of the right-wing assholes. He can't break a one in 25 to 54 over here. They, did like, they don't even show up. They did less than a one in midday, 25 to 54. How do you like that? And the boy Gary just showed me the monthlies. In May, he did a .6, and in June, a .9. Well, I mean, what kind of a number is that? .6 and .9. Even Joey did better than that when he was on QAM, which, by the way, they're falling off the end of the map. They're just, uh, and I see Ortestes is starting to get a few hits now that I was away for a while. Maybe that's what we need is for me to take much longer vacations. He might get a few hits. Here's a lady in Fort Myers. Hi, Neil. A lady in Fort Myers under the age of 100. This must be an accident. <laughs> I, I think it is an accident. God placed me here out of bad will. Um, I have to agree with you. I, I actually used to live in Cape Coral, and now I live in Naples. Boy, are and you moving up. <laughs> oh. You're absolutely right. Hitting all they're the high all, spots. They're all assholes over here. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the guy at WWCN does not know how to board up. Because it, he's, you're the only good thing we have over here on the AM, and he's screwing it up. Tony Ball DJ? Yeah. I hear he's a real slime ball. as a matter of fact. I hear he, he looks so bad he makes me look good, and I'm like uh, grotesque, according to uh, South Florida Magazine. I'm surprised you can't smell him from over there. He smells so bad. Yeah, I think it's starting to drift over. <laughs> well, w, now let me ask you, uh, WCKT-FM, that must be a country station, right? It is. They got an 18.2 share in that market. Does that tell you anything you need to know about that town? 18.2 share. That's overall. That's not like it. And in the, listen to this. In, oh, that's in the morning. In midday, they got a 20.9 share. This is 25 to 54. Afternoon, 20.7. And at night, uh, Wink has got a 20.7. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah. But we I don't mean, show up at all. <laughs> no, we don't exist anywhere other than one little uh, demographic. He found us on there. It's the first time in the history of that station they ever showed up anywhere. How did Joe and Stan do? Uh, now, let's see. What's the station they're on? WRXK. RXK FM? Yep. Uh, 12.9 in the morning. They're number two. 
Well, that's good. Because they stole all my material. That's great. <laughs> Excellent. That Nice going, guys. I should get a little piece of that. I think they're working the same comedy network. Yeah. Well, that's good news. What, well, Neil, what's, I, good, I, what's good news? That Joe and Stan are number two in the morning? Well, no, that they're using the same comedy. Well, they have rock comedy, but they're, like, stealing stuff that isn't part of that, that's, uh, like, from this show. I think they're stealing it deliberately. Yes. I think there's a guy over there named Jason that's carting it up for him and sending it over. Jason is, you mean Jason here is carting it up and sending it over to them? <laughs> he's over I'm there now. I'm not sure. I'm he, not sure. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean he's over there now? I thought I just saw him. What are you, what are you talking about? Jason who? Jason the board op here is over there now? No, no, he's not. Uh, he was over here visiting, I believe. Oh, so Jason, the board op from here, is taking stuff from this show, and he's going over to Fort Myers and giving it to Joe and Stan? I'm not sure. I'm well, not George sure. is saying yes. I'm not sure about that either. Yeah, he's not sure about it, but I think but you planted the seed. I think you just nailed several uh, nails into his coffin. You're dead meat, Jason, you <laughs> asshole. I think, does he wear four or five beepers? I'm not sure. I don't know. He should wear them over his face. <laughs> Well, listen, thanks for the good news. You really made my day. All right. Welcome back. And uh, thanks for uh, being there. All right. How'd you like Amsterdam? It's always great. Did you? Did you There's, huh? Did you wander into any of those solar cake cafes? You don't have to go inside. You just uh, hang around outside, take a couple of whiffs. That's all you need. <laughs> have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you. I have a spy report for you. You about? Okay, uh, last night, uh, well, actually, I was over at my brother's house. We, were, we, did, we decided we were going to watch Godfather 2 again. Yeah. So we cracked open a bottle of wine and watched Godfather 2. I can't believe they took Godfather music out of the computer, man. I am really, pr I don't care how long it was. Neil, that's... I expected to hear that with a story. They took it out of the uh, computer. Well, that's a crock. Because it was too long, okay? I am so sick and tired of that, Willie B. I don't want to have the cart. The cart is, see, then it has to queue up again. That should be back in a goddamn uh, thing here. Hold on, sir. Don't okay. panic. Now, on here it says five and a half hours left in here. Is this up to date or is that wrong? How much time do we have left in this computer? That should be correct. That, so, so we have five and a half hours left. They were so desperate. They were had such an emergency that we had to take all of our long bits out of the computer thing now. Five and a half goddamn hours left. We had to take the Godfather music out. Somebody should only croak who came up with that idea. Are we back? I got some great Willie B stories that I'm going to be telling if we don't get our stuff back in there, by the way. You won't believe it. It'll make your hair stand up on Steve Ziegler's head. Well, that's Go ahead. what I need. What is it? Well, anyway, the spy report last night. I was I was coming home. I we watched The Godfather. I drank the wine. Have you ever seen the thing home. where they have the uh, they tell you about the spray paint is so bad and they have that stuff out of a tube that you rub on your head? <laughs> Seriously, they have paint out of a they have hair out of a tube now, and it's like it's like shoe polish, and you squeeze it out of a tube and you smear it on your head, and it like uh, from a hundred yards away, it looks like uh, you know covers your bald spot. Well, that's, that's and like and, and they say and, and they say unlike the sprays, it doesn't just wash off. So how the hell do you get it off? You lay on it. God almighty, what a grotesque... Oh, here's my hair out of a tube. Go ahead, sir, I'm okay, sorry. that's all right. So I was... We, we watched The Godfather 2, drank the wine. I didn't want to drive home because I was slightly... I was feeling a buzz from it. I woke up at 4 o'clock. I decided to come home. I'm listening at 4.18 in the morning at a, a tape of, of uh, Rich, and, Rick and Sug. Rich and Sug. Right. Okay, all of a sudden the tape starts dragging. <laughs> I mean, dragging and dragging. He gets slower and slower and slower, like they're trying to kill time, you know, I like love it. UN. Beautiful. And no mention, no nothing happened. They went on with the tape, and everybody was happy. But I guess you know, I'm the only one that listens at 418 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, you're the only one that listens at 418 in the afternoon. Are you kidding me? No, well, it's very entertaining. <laughs> there you go. 
And if we had those cart machines in here with a fast queue on it, we wouldn't have to worry about sitting here and waiting for like a half hour for the damn carts to queue up. I wouldn't mind having to play carts again on some of these long stuff. But, uh, you know, you play like five or ten notes, and you want it to queue up. It takes three and a half minutes. Anyway, glad you're back, Neil. Thanks a lot, pal. Talk Have a great day, and I'm sorry I monopolized your call, and I didn't let you say a thing. I feel like Randy. Oh, Randy, my queen. You are a breath of flatulent air. It's the best of Rogers on the IOD Radio Network. Catch Bob Sober's dependable weather forecast daily right here. News Talk Radio 610. WIOT. This is Learning to Spell with Don L. I'll be Don L. Jackson, and today we're going to spell the word paradise. Spell it with me now. Paradise. P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E. Now, let's use it in a sentence. Whenever I goes out to gamble, I always take along my lucky paradise. Be good to me now. This is Learning to Spell with Don L. I'll be Don L. Jackson. So anyway, here's a lady in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? You don't watch Guiding Light, do you? No, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm working. Because you'd be very depressed. Why? Because Hart, I think, is dead. The actor that played Hart. How could he be dead? Because he got in a hang glide accident over the weekend. He went into, a, like, the side of a mountain. Okay, he went this, squish. Is this hand glide? Or hang, 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 as in uh, well-hung hang, as so in hang time. So you're just hanging? If you hold on with your hands, does that mean you're hand gliding? I don't, I don't get it. It depends on what you're holding on to with your hands. <laughs> well, anyway... As um, in, I'm gliding over here. Yeah. You are? No. 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 Neil, God! <laughs> By the way, where's Jake? Is he around or is he gone? Jake's gone. Jake is gone? How do you know that? Because I saw him. You know Jake? I'm watching you. You know Jake? No. What are you talking about? Are you on drugs? <laughs> oh, you're the one I saw uh, stuffing all that stuff in your blouse at the airport in Amsterdam. No, I don't need to stuff my shirt. Okay. No, anyway, I just wanted to call and say, you know, first-time caller because my boyfriend's got me listening to you, and he keeps pestering me to call, so... Great. How long have you been going with this, diff with this guy? <laughs> Almost two years. Almost two years? Yeah. Well, what are you waiting for, okay? Isn't it about time to do it? No. Virgin till marriage. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about marriage. You mean you've been going for two years and you guys haven't uh, consummated your relationship? No. Yeah. Oh, God. How old is this guy? 45? No, he's 20. He's 20? And you, oh, give me a break. Is he real ugly? He must be. No, he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous? Yeah, and he's... you've been going with him for two years and you guys haven't done the uh, magic deed. Is that what you're telling me? God, <laughs> ah, get out of here. I'm serious. Well, you're you're saving it. Yeah. Like putting it in a bank, like in a deposit account. Exactly. I don't understand. I, exactly. I, I hate to break the news to you, but like it doesn't run out. You know what I mean? There's nothing to save it for. <laughs> you must be uh, some special number. I tell you, this guy must be really stupider. What what is his problem? No, he's a nice guy. Yeah, and, and he's probably getting a lot on the side too, evidently. Uh, no. That you don't know about. He's 20, he's gorgeous, and he's going with you now uh, and waiting for that magical day. Now, when is that day coming? Uh, if the, I can say that. The marriage day. But when? When Wednesday. is that going to be? 
Uh, probably in about two years. <laughs> okay, well, good luck to you. What's his name? He's, his name is George. Can I call him a douchebag? Please, believe me. George, babe, you call, told me to call you a douchebag. <laughs> okay, George. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Poor George, baby. Huh? He's probably gay. It is so hard. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to moralize for anybody else. Do uh, whoever and whatever, you know, just uh, carefully and uh, with discretion. But uh, I don't get it. I mean, her boyfriend is like a 20-year-old hunk, according to her. Maybe she's got eyesight like Randy. But, uh, and uh, they're, uh, you know, like uh, working up to the edges of it. I don't think they're even doing that. They're waiting for like another two, three, four, five years. So anyway, what's this movie we're watching, Blinded by the Light? Is it uh, Bruce Springsteen or Man Manfred Mann? Boy, what a bad, bad... Uh, rolled up by the douchin with a douchebag of the night. What did we figure out that was? Remember we had that big uh, contretemps? Wound up like a douche. Wound up like a douchebag in the middle of the night. Okay. So here's a fact, speaking of douchebags. It says, I can't believe those ballless bastards did it to you again. Posse liquor. Every time they bring in some new schmuck on here, it What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what is it's a cannon attack what is wrong with him in there god get him some oxygen every western had a posse man even gabby hayes had one every time they bring some new schmuck on here at wyod they wait till you're on vacation if boy genius thinks that listening to a tape delayed afternoon drive show at 11 p.m is entertainment he's got his head further up his ass than usual it says don and mike blow Oh, and I just love those Washington traffic reports. They have Washington, the Washington traffic reports on? Because I think that's where they do the show out of, and they're talking about Rick and Suds in Washington, which nobody has any idea what they're talking about. Rick and Suds sounds like a laundry detergent if you don't know who they are. Man, <laughs> I need help. Not. <laughs> I love this show. Oh, there must be more. If that's... <laughs> Boy, he scared the crap out of me. He sent a whole bunch of uh, 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 pants load of Snapple. Look at that. Here's, I think there might even be a little posse in there for you, too, George. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. How you doing? All right. How you doing? I'm Pretty... glad you're back. Yes, sir. Me, too. I'm having a good time today, which kind of shocks the hell out of me. Usually, I hate coming back from vacation, but today, for some reason, I'm having a good time. Oh, that's good. Hey, that's... listen, um, uh, those two new guys that are coming? Don and Mike. Are yeah, they coming? Yeah, I heard part of the conversations. I'll tell you what, uh, for a couple of big talents, I think the only thing you can say about them is, is that they're big. No talent. I wish I could say that. Um, something else. Um, with all the tape that's been going on, uh, Cox Broadcasting is really pulling a number on the audience, I think. By all doing... the tape? Yeah. And if I could even say it, uh, they're making a bunch of suckers out of us. Exactly. Which is bad, because that makes us suckers. Yeah, that was cute. The best of Rogers, and it's only on the IOD Radio Network. We still haven't decided what kind of germ would have enough nerve to attack Neil, but hey, it did. So this is the best of Neil Rogers. Don and Mike, I'm going to, uh, I want everybody to be prepared today because I am just on a tear. I am on a, I am just a psychotic. I came in here feeling great, no problems, very good mood, and, uh, you know, nothing uh, going on. Come in this morning, first of all, I get hit with this uh, Pete D. Simone hole. 
who just doesn't understand his job. He can't understand that as a sales hole. But I'm not going to go through all of that again. You've heard it a million times. But that started to sour me a little bit. And then I'm sitting here in this 9 to 10 hour. I am, I'm going to take care of that today. That's the one thing I'm going to accomplish in my life today is that goddamn 9 to 10 hour. Now, the people in, uh, you know, on the West Coast, they don't know what that's all about. In fact, speaking of the West Coast, why don't we just carry Blabo from 9 to 10? Why doesn't... Huh? That's a pretty good idea. It sure beats putting on another goddamn tape of stuff. I'm sitting here this morning, and I'm listening like I do every morning, and I'm throwing in a couple of caustic comments because I, I can't stand it. I've heard it all a million times before, and I know all of you have heard it, too. I mean, if you're going to put on a morning show, Bob, put on a morning show. Not one that's like uh, from 6 to 9 or 5.30 to 7.30. Put on a morning show like 6 to 10 is morning drive, okay? Those are the hours that comprise morning drive in his business. And they just keep, they're diluting this show. They're diluting me to the point where it just, uh, it's getting ponderous. I'm tired of hearing my own voice because I'm on so goddamn much. And now we got Don and Mike on seven days a week who shouldn't be on one day a week. I gave him another chance last night. First of all, the one guy, I can't tell which is which, calls his wife every night for like 20, 30 minutes on the air. 20, 30-minute phone call. He don't talk to hardly anybody else, but he talks to his wife. And, oh, Snookums, a sweetheart, it's the biggest pile of crap I ever heard in my life. And they're going through a thing about, well, those DJs down in Miami, we're hearing rumors that those DJs down there, well, they're not really ripping us, but uh, they're letting the callers call in and rip us. And that's, that's up to their prerogative. If they want to play those games, we don't want to play those games. We're not letting people call in and rip. We're ripping you guys and ass because you suck. You're pathetic with your spoons up your butt or whatever the hell they are. How much can we squeeze out of this man? How, how much will the audience tolerate of hearing the same old crap that they've heard 50 million times? I mean, that 9 to 10 hour this morning, that pissed me off to the point where I'm just ready to, to kill somebody. Maybe a whole bunch of people. Get Graveline's gun in here, okay, and see if it's loaded. I just, uh, I mean, I'm talking about stuff and again about the religious fakers. All right, fine. Screw the religious fakers, okay? It makes everything that I say meaningless because I've said it so many times. See, if you say something... In January, and to talk about it again in June, it's not so bad. It's not like you're a one-note Charlie. Like Lardass, for example, who says basically the same thing every goddamn day. I don't want to be a one-note Charlie. But when you say it in January, and then they slap a tape on where you were saying it like uh, last June, and then and over and over and over and over again, it's garbage. Crap. This is a major market radio station, and we're putting on the Neil Rogers warm-up hour with tapes from months and years ago where I'm sitting there talking about stuff that has nothing to do with anything that's going on now. I'm talking about uh, Dan Quayle, and I'm talking about ratings that came in last spring, not this spring, and on and on and on. It's an abortion. And yeah, the first book out of the box, it was a novel, and they hadn't heard the stuff before, and George put together some good stuff. But there's only so many hours in the, day, in the week and in the month and in the goddamn year. Just keep recycling. I mean, I know we're, we're in these spots, we're promoting recycling, but not recycling material. Let Joey recycle material on some other station. Boy, this place needs a gigantic enema. We need a radio enema in this place. Exactly. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, this is my first time listening to you, and I'm really impressed with your show. And uh, I was just going to call and ask you some advice. 
About what? Well, I'm a fourth-year college student right now, and I'm about to hit the real world. Oh, geez, don't do that. Stay in there forever, pal. Be a professional student, especially if somebody else is paying for it. Well, I'm sort of paying for it. I'm taking out a lot of personal loans on myself, so I'm kind of nervous right here, so try to bear with me. That's okay, nevertheless. Um, anyway, uh, I was wondering what you would advise someone to do when they come out of college right now, especially you know, knowing the new taxes that are going to be hitting us and all the hard times that are ahead. Cardboard sign ain't bad. What's that? I said, uh, get into radio, man. There's a desperate need, uh, lack of talent. Why, what are you taking? I'm a business administration major. Oh, so that's like uh, McDonald's, I guess. <laughs> Flipping burgers. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's what it's like, especially if you go into college nowadays undecided about what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's really tough because, uh, I mean, you're going to take all these courses and you're futzing around half the time. You're futzing around? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's what you go to college for is to futz well, no, around. I'm, stud- I'm studying. Oh, forget that. Futz around a lot. What, do you, what are you going to get by the time you get through studying? You get like a great grade point average. You get a degree and you get that. They put that uh, schmata on your head. And then what's going to happen? Then I hit the real world. And, and then what? Well, hopefully I get a job and make some money, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's after that. I'm exactly. Married, have some kids. Whatever. Well, right. And then they stick us in the ground, and that's the end of it. <laughs> well, life is short, so I got to live every day like the, it is. There, now you're talking. You finally answered your own question. Just go out there and futz around. I think you hit it right on the head, man. Futz around a lot, okay? And just uh, if it comes, it comes. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many of my friends are, nowadays are just, uh, I mean... To them, college is a complete vacation. Right. Hey, listen, they're catching on. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't completely see it that way. I mean, you got, you got, you're there to study. Yeah. You know, you're there to do Not something. Not me. I went to college and screwed around until they said, uh, by the way, don't come back here anymore. Yeah. Michigan State, great party school, man. It was dynamite. Well, I, I go to Emory University in Atlanta, and it's not a party school anymore. Yeah. So there's nothing to do. I'm involved in my fraternity up there. You don't listen to WSB in Atlanta, do you? Uh, and, no, I listen to some news radio station. Good. Don't, don't ever listen to WSB. It's the worst radio station in America. It's owned by this company. The worst. Okay. Well, listen, good luck to you, pal. Sounds like uh, you got your thing screwed on straight. You'll be all right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Neil. See ya. No chance. That hour is a, uh, it's, that, that hour is like if we came on the air, like if we had Bob Green personally, the general manager, come on here every morning at 9 o'clock and make an announcement and say, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have any idea what to do this hour. We can't find anybody to do a real morning drive show. Nobody wants to hear any news. They've heard the same news all morning long between 9 and 10 o'clock. It would, we don't know what to do here. At least that would be honest, okay? That would be honest. So instead of, like, doing a real show, instead of putting something on that you haven't heard a million times before, we're going to see if we can't rape Uncle Neil a little bit more and squeeze and bleed and manipulate and use and just, uh, it's like, it's like I've said before, banana split is great. So let's go out and have seven or eight of them, okay? I mean, after the first two or three, no matter how good they are, you start, (laughs) exactly, right. Even if, even if the first one was orgasmic, it was the greatest thing you've ever had in your mouth in your life, uh, all of a sudden you're like, (laughs) And looking really good, but uh, probably not smelling too good right about now. Here's Boca. Hello. Mm-hmm. Give us Bob in the morning in a toll-free line. That'd be a great idea. Yeah. I uh, really enjoy it better than the morning show you have now. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about the whole morning. No way. 
No, I mean the nine to ten hour. The How nine many to times ten hour. Can we hear Rick Riley stole my briefcase. Right, exactly. Yeah, I was talking yesterday. They had me talking about that again. I thought and it then, was the same show. Today. And, yeah, exactly. And it was the beginning of the nine o'clock hour. I thought, wait a minute, this is the same thing I was talking about yesterday. Exactly. I thought it was I mean, the yesterday show. Right. I agree with you. Absolutely. The biggest. I, I'm embarrassed. I'm humiliated. There's no reason why I should have to be embarrassed in this market after 18 years of busting my ass here, and I'm embarrassed for myself because of what they're doing to me. It's garbage. It's crap. Okay, Neil. Yes. I have uh, the Neil Rogers Chronic Callers theme song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ready? Oh, we're Neil's Chronic Callers. <laughs> oh, we're Neil's Chronic Callers. <laughs> we call and call. We lie. We swear. We blow our nose in our underwear. Oh, we're Neil's Chronic Callers. <laughs> Neil Rogers. He's human cocaine. Oh. <laughs> the shipment's in once a month, man, just like your period. The shipment comes in, and it's obviously in today. That's the good news, okay? Now I feel better. They've been around as long as Jerry Garcia, Bob Weir, and those guys. They've just done things differently. They're the Ungrateful Dead with a new live album called Sit Down and Shut Up. Here's the title track. Hey, quit singing along with every song. We don't need your help. Just sit out and shut up. 20 years of the ungrateful dead at their best, live. Why do you stupid people follow us everywhere? We play the same shit every night. Get a life. Get a record player. Call now and get this never-before-released bonus cut. Security, throw these jerks out. Sit down and shut up. New from the ungrateful dead. We came to make money, not to cater to you people. More of the best of Rogers coming up on the IOD Radio Network. Tonight at 8, it's the goddess, Randy Rose. Now, back to the best of Neil. Hi, Ranieri here. Man of your dreams for Uncle Mikey's Double Talk School. That's right, a school of double talk with old Uncle Mike. You ever have those embarrassing social situations where you just don't know what to say? You know, words fail you? Well, Uncle Mikey can help by teaching you to say half as much in twice the time with half the brain power. We'll reduce your embarrassment by 50%. You'll only be embarrassed half as much. Because instead of thinking up two somethings to say, you only got to think of one something. Maybe only half of something or something like that. You know, you meet a girl and you say, my, you look lovely. Then instead of thinking up another clever line, you just say, my, my, how lovely you look. It's simple. It's painless. Best of all, we have easy payment package plans. We got package plans at the School of Double Talk. Where is this place, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. But I lost my place. I lost my place, but I got to keep talking because we don't do retakes. We don't do no retakes at W-I-O-N-D. Heck, I remember uh, old uh, Mr. Eagle there used to blow his nose right in the middle of a couple of his spots there back in the olden days. Ah, here it is. Here it is. 1401 North Bay Causeway in beautiful North Bay Village. That's the Uncle Mikey Double Talk School. That's the school of double talk. I'm getting a little tired of that crap, I can tell you right now. Here's a mobile in Weston. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Well, I tried Welcome to, to the Don and Mike Show, brother. Uh, you know, I haven't listened to it yet. I, I will. Yeah, give but it a chance for about I two, three minutes. Will. You'll love it. This morning after yesterday's show, I tried to listen to Chuck because I figured he needs the help. 
It's just, you can't listen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> See, now this is turning into, it's creeping from that 9 to 10 hour. It's backing up a little bit like my lunch. It's starting to get into the Chuck Meyer show, which, uh, God forbid, that we should start ripping Chuck. Uh, but go ahead. There, people are used to, were li used to listening to Ranieri, which I couldn't listen to either. Can I ask you a question? Can I, let me ask you this question. Go ahead. Objectively. All right. Whether you liked his show or not, which I'll be very honest with you, I did not like the Mike Ranieri show. It just It wasn't my thing. But I didn't have a problem with it, okay, because I, I listened to, like, little bits and pieces and ooga booga and whatever, and it was just, it was harmless. I mean, I didn't hate the show. It just wasn't something that I thought was a great show. Or it wasn't geared for me. It just wasn't my thing. But it wasn't a problem. What was the problem? We had good ratings. We had lots of business. Everybody liked the guy. He never stole a freight train. He showed up every goddamn day. There wasn't any problem. The station was kicking ass. And now, all of a sudden, just like the Alex Bennett syndrome, we're going in the toilet again. I think you might have a problem when he goes back on the air. He's going back on the air, right? Larry? Well, he, they paid him off until next February. So Feb once say that in February next February first, I bet you dimes to donuts he'll be doing mornings on Radio Mammaries. And as I look at these hourly numbers, which are shocking, quite—I never even thought to look at that at these until this morning. And I look on here and I see that Sandy beat Randy two out of the three hours at night in twelve plus, including in some of the younger women demographics, beat the daylights out of her. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, if if Ranieri went on the air tomorrow on Radio Mammaries, which has got a pretty good signal, they would beat the crap out of us in the morning. 